Chapter 20 Aura fell face first onto the floor. Don't give in, she told herself. Don't cry. Don't whimper. Don't bleed. Don't let them see what they've done to you. Pressing down with her hands, she arched bare inches off the tile floor, like she was stuck in the middle of a pathetic push-up. Drool slithered out the side of her mouth. She couldn't stop it. Her arms wobbled. Her left eye twitched. Can you not see how entirely futile this is? Dr. Coutant stood, surrounded as always by the three thugs, or bodyguards, or accomplices, or whatever they were. She didn't know their official title, but she sure knew what they did. Let my mother go. Her voice trembled, as did her entire body. How long had this gone on? How long had they been torturing her? Aura, are you completely delusional? That is simply not going to happen. I don't know if you've noticed, but you have no cards in this game. Your stupid shine can't help you now. You're just a pitiful little girl with her face covered with slobber, cowering on the floor like a disobedient dog. She worked her jaw, trying to make the words come out right. I haven't done anything wrong. Tell that to the families of the people in Seattle you murdered. Each word stung, slicing through her like an invisible knife. I am not a murderer. I never meant to hurt anyone. Then perhaps we should extradite you to one of the Seattle relocation camps. See what the folks there have to say about it. Coutant bent over, grabbing her hair and jerking her head upward. Give me what I need, Aura, so I can end this. I already told you. I'll do whatever you ask. What more do you want? I want to believe it. I'm a trained psychotherapist, Aura. I can tell the difference between someone saying what they think I want to hear and someone who has truly accepted the inevitable. I'm not lying. You're saying what seems expedient. You don't want Beverly to suffer, but your heart is not in it. You'll go back to your old rebellious ways as soon as you see an opportunity. I won't. Drool spilled out from her lips with a little blood. They'd used high-voltage electricity on her mostly, copper wires like the ones in Beverly's cell. Her jaw was numb, which made enunciation difficult. I told you that already. I need more. I'm promising you. Coutant leaned down till she was eye-level. Tell me you'll stop snooping around. Tell me you'll obey the rules and stop stirring up trouble. She wrapped some of the drool up with her tongue and spit it into Coutant's eyes. Go to hell. Coutant stood calmly, took an electric cattle prod from Joseph, and touched it to her lower abdomen. She screamed. Screamed like a helpless child, which was exactly what she was. She lost control of her body. 
She collapsed on the floor, chin first, shuddering violently. Stop! Her entire body rocked back and forth. She tried, but found she could not stop the spasms. She was a spineless jellyfish buffeted by invisible tides. Frustrating, isn't it? Coutant said. You can heal everyone else in the world, but not yourself.